Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of I Got Dewormed and Got Bad Come. I Got Dewormed and Got Bad Come. Uh, that is courtesy of Brian the Adams brew. and the Brew. Um, <laughs> it's true, man. Oh, no. This is like our like <laughs> RHCPK. True. Dewormed come. We're, yeah. we're getting we're getting caught up on a lot of things. Chugi. We've had a few things we get snagged on down yeah. this river called the Zeitgeist. But I'm good. I'm good mm-hmm. with it. I'm Jack. You're Miles. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yar. Yeah. And uh, here are some things that are trending here at the end of the week. Facebook released a collabo with Ray Ban. So the you know people had concerns over Google Glass and like privacy things, and right. so that that didn't quite work out. And the company that is the least <laughs> trustworthy with privacy shit was like, we should probably give this a shot. Um, oh, and so they dropped some Ray Bans on our asses. They kind of look like clear way, wayfarers. They have like conspicuous cameras uh, in the like upper corners. And I don't know, like, it doesn't seem that hard to me to take my phone out and point it at something. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just looks like spy tech, really. You know, like, it's like you can surreptitiously record video and stuff. And I know that it'll also, like, play podcasts, I guess. Into your ear, like, via, so it's like you're always wearing a pair of headphones or something yeah the, the, one of the dudes at facebook is like this is going to be the norm in 10 years man. Yeah, yeah yeah everyone's gonna and i'm like oh their head maybe. of hardware i think I, in 10 think, years yeah. it'll be like of course why don't your glasses take pictures that's just weird um yeah i don't think so uh i think that he's wrong i think that we <laughs> we will be so. consistently weirded out by somebody constantly pointing a camera at us like that that is not like shooting a documentary or something like that i think what it will do is it will desensitize people to what their right to privacy could be if everything is a camera that's being worn then at a certain point you're gonna get tired of being like wait is that person's camera glasses or his glasses camera and then you're like fuck it man i don't know man we got all these floating surveillance drones now it's all good. At least with these ones, people I can always make people sick when I post my food pictures. Right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, sure. I think the one benefit would be like evidence for shit. Right. Like to exonerate like dashboard people. cams. Basically. Yeah. Or to like actually hold certain groups accountable. Uh, yeah. That that could be a difference. But again, these are all like we're slowly being like. Oh yeah, don't worry. It's not about the surveillance state. It's the surveillance homies, <laughs> right? Around it's the you. surveillance us ourselves. Yeah. yeah, that actually brings up a good point. A good potential benefit of this is, uh, is if it becomes popular in Russia, we get more uh, insight into just how fucking wild Russia is. Uh, that's the the dash cam footage that came out once, like wow. every car in Russia. Yeah. Got, has there's just plenty been... i mean there's plenty of subreddits if you're looking for uh oh, for man. that kind of tent but yeah yeah well th- again i don't know if i i certainly don't want to like accidentally like record shit i don't know I, i'm i'm it's just sort of that thing where just like when google did it 
everyone's like, you look fucking dumb. Right. Like, this is stupid. Then the snap spectacles, I remember everyone was like, oh, it's really cool. But people put it down after like three seconds. So I'm not sure what this is really additionally providing aside from the audio part. And again, is that really a feature we're clamoring for? And it doesn't seem like it has like the heads up display aspect of it, uh, unless I'm missing something. Like it doesn't have the thing where it's like telling you information across yeah, like the if specs. The, the person you're speaking to has an elevated blood like, right. heart rate. <laughs> I just want to know what the person I'm speaking to's uh, blood sugar level is. That's um, it. Is that so That's weird? Uh, anyways, I my money is on I. I'm short on these, Miles. I'm short on the You're Ray-Ban shorting? smart glasses. All right. Hey, look, they would do a lot better if they announced they were tackling misinformation. Right. Whatever. To make make another dumb thing that people were like, oh, we don't need that. Uh, apparently, Bose partnered with Ray-Ban on a past product. and Jack, uh, you know, remember we were at an event where we were there were, there were prizes that were that. Oh, Bose okay. Ray-Bans. Okay. And I was I like, don't I remember want, that. I want that. Like uh, fucking Napoleon Dynamite, but then the reviews came in and it was... Yeah, Super Producer Brian says, the Bose Ray-Bans sucked. Oops. Uh, let's check in with uh, streaming. There's just a couple things uh, happening in this, the world of streaming. So just a correction, first of all, because I took Chris Pratt at his word. <laughs> Big mistake. Uh, when Idiot. he said that the Tomorrow War broke all the streaming records, um, probably more likely that Amazon Prime and his management team told him that, and he reported right. as fact on Instagram. Anyways, the much shorter uh, movie Luca dropped on Disney Plus the week before, and when the numbers came in, there were more Luca minutes watched than Tomorrow War by like a lot. It might have like broken record for rated R action movies or something, but it like, if you break it down by like number of minutes watched in the length of the movie, uh, Luca, the Pixar movie was watched by the equivalent of $154 million worth of ticket sales in its first week. Mm. Um, and the tomorrow war was about $80 million worth of ticket sales, mm. which isn't great for like a massive budget movie. No, 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 no. And, uh, the next, the actually the week the Tomorrow War dropped, Luca like was watched more times uh, than the Tomorrow War. Ooh. So well, hey, but you know, I think it's it's hard to compare those because like there's so little to do with like younger kids and stuff that like totally. this has been like Disney was like oh thank God yeah like, my kids fucking hated tom- the Tomorrow War my three year old was like I was this like dude they're not scary. gonna get it and you're like they need to see it so they can agree that it's shit. <laughs> that um, was bad right acting's really ham-fisted isn't it <laughs> uh they agree that chris pratt a little on the nose we get it chris yeah exactly um on the just on the streaming front it seems like a lot of the tv shows that are ranking where like they are on a four-week delay or a three-week delay and so we're still seeing from the summer and it's just like all pretty like blah it's a lot of like older shows and i made me wonder if like netflix and streaming outlets are like have the same like summer tv model where they like hold the big shows back for the school year like allow for word of mouth because it does feel like it's been a while since they've like dropped a big event like show on our asses 
for those ones. But yeah, I mean, but there's been plenty of really good shows over the summer. But yeah, they're not like the kinds where you're like, this is an event. Right. What are the yeah. good shows from over the summer? You know, like the like White Lotus came out. Oh, right. And HBO, people watching yeah, that yeah. or like Reservation Dogs. And mm. I mean, I guess it's towards the end of the summer. And now right. the, the other two, I've been watching that. That's been consistent. Thank God. Season two is oh, just shit. as funny. I still haven't watched that. I need to write that down. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's just so fucking good. Yeah. Man. And it's great now because they're like, untethered from you know standards and practices from right. comedy central right so they're they're spreading their wings a and little bit it's it. good to see yeah yeah if people haven't seen the other two it's on hbo max is that right yeah yeah it's so good uh also uh shang chi and the legend of the ten rings uh did incredibly well at the box office proving once again that diversity works and no matter how Hollywood, how much Hollywood producers want to ignore it. But yeah, yeah, it's like Moneyball. If once they like the secrets of Moneyball were revealed to major league baseball teams, they still just like kept insisting that it was bullshit. Yeah. Um, Well, it's hard to say like, well, our racism has brought us this far. Right. So now you just want me to say this thing is going to make me even more money. Well, now I have to decide which one's more important to me. Yeah. And sending so much is trending because I kind of like this. Uh, somebody pointed out that Olivia Munn tweeted, sending so much love to John Mulaney. You got this uh, last year when he was uh, first going into rehab. And then mm-hmm. um, as people are like, as a result of that tweet, uh, She's now pregnant and expecting a baby uh, with him. Um, So people are just kind of parodying that tweet with like sending so much love. Yeah, like Jabuki was like sending so much love and support to Frank Ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ashley Ray said sending so much love and support to a one to two bedroom apartment within unit washer dryer and parking spot. You got this. (laughs) so yeah everybody's having fun with uh their manifestation tweets yeah uh all right let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and we're back uh and prince andrew i've seen various headlines that he was like you know, seen trying to evade the person who was trying to serve him papers. Yeah. Went to Balmoral in Scotland, doing anything he can to avoid the process servers. Wow. But now apparently they got his ass. They said mm. uh, lawyers for Virginia Jufre, you know, who has, was, was the one accusing Prince Andrew of sexual abuse. Uh, they say they ha- he has been served successfully with legal papers. So look at that. The young prince couldn't uh, evade the legal process servers. I feel like his response to being served the papers would be similar to the Palin thing we saw yesterday, the clip of Sarah Palin. She's like, uh, I mean, is, what, is, what is this uh, even? Like, what does that I mean, even? Mommy, like it doesn't, don't it even doesn't get make me started. <laughs> right. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Alan Dershowitz, help. <laughs> uh, Al Snow is trending. I was not familiar with this is maybe a little bit more for me than it is for you. But Al Snow, if you remember from WWE or back in those days, the WWF, 
he was he had a bit of a problematic character where he said a like a severed mannequin doll head was speaking to him and it was like al snow's lost his mind he's like this wacky character um well it turns out he he's back in the news because he fucking saved like a drowning child from like a riptide wow <laughs> and uh it was just wild to me to see like aged al snow um in like his new sort of retirement phase and it's just i i'm just trying to like sort of square that with how i remember him which was this weird character that he used to portray in the wwe um but yeah you know riptides they're not a joke yeah and yet he was out so there fucking da- dangerous uh everybody especially like know, sometimes you'll go and you th- you know you might have ignored the warnings and you're like i got this to a certain point and then you'll get into like just barely above your waist water and you're like oh someone's fucking pulling me the fuck out yeah like, right now you gotta be careful folks but yeah because al snow or some other retired wwe person is not going to be there to save you his he's got a very interesting look going now where like he's like shaved himself a chin line uh in a very kind of dramatic way yeah um, yeah but Shout out to him. You, you know, there's probably going to be some weird fucking. Oh, no. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm just curious if he has some weird political takes that I haven't caught up with because, you know, head injuries and that. Right. And finally, 911 is trending. Oh, the Wyclef song? <laughs> Someone so, please call 911. Google Trends. Is, I don't I don't know exactly what their process is for determining what is trending, but they have you know nine one one is obviously trending because of nine eleven, but they have like stories underneath it about the like calling nine one one, so they've like somehow fucked that up. Uh, but anyways, nine one one is trending, nine eleven, Twin Towers is trending. Tomorrow is twenty years, uh, yeah, which is crazy. Twenty years, damn, twenty. Yeah. All that, and we're still, like we said, can't have a reckoning with American imperialism or mm. what it means to be safe or what the nature of terrorism is or any of that stuff. But yeah, 20 years is a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of money spent. And I, I, don't, I don't, it's just, it's funny. Like, I remember 10 years ago, I was like, I wonder what the 20th anniversary is going to be like. Cause in my mind, I, it's, I don't know what is more outsized, like obviously the historical significance of it or just the drastic gear shift that we hit in like media and culture where we just became so nationalistic without even batting an eye, which I get because it was a, like a terrible sight to behold. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was very dramatic and violent and scary. And, you know, I knew somebody uh, who died and who was like on the floor that the first plane hit and yeah it i think it affected a lot of people but i also like remember my first thought being like this is going to fuck up america in a lot of ways really this is gonna fuck up my plans for friday (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna fuck up my whole year uh this is gonna uh, fuck up the release of Mariah Carey's glitter. Right. I, I'm th- I'm, I might watch some documentary. There's like always documentary documentaries like promising new things about 9-11 that we didn't know about or whatever, but yeah, I'm just 
part of me is like still fascinated by it because I remember at the time I just couldn't wrap my head around what I was seeing as like a 17 year old. Yeah. Um, and I wanted, I, I felt like at a certain point, like I was downloading every video clip you could like on the internet to try and like have like the most complete clip dump of, of 9-11 stuff. And then my priorities changed a little bit, but yeah, I, yeah, I just, I, I just watched TV kind of like with my mouth open for like two straight weeks, I feel like. And I remember um, I lived in a flight path too, like for the, like for the Burbank airport. And I remember always hearing planes and like having like a very visceral reaction at first. Right. Because yeah, like, man. yeah, it, it that definitely fucked with my ability to fly. Like I, I used to be able to fly. I don't know if you knew that. No, I, I remember. That yeah. Superpower. Um, yeah. We've seen the clips. <laughs> no, but I definitely get a lot more nervous. I mean, I, I bet that's probably across the board. Anybody who kind of lived through that and watched it. Yeah. There was an interesting thing in the New York times today that was asking like kids from 12 different countries, like what they learned about nine 11 or what they're taught about nine 11. Mm. And like, they're all born post 2001. And it's just, it's interesting how some places were like, yeah, they talked about it. Like this one South Korean student was saying like, it was like the first major international in like incident in a post globalization world. Uh, right. was like the take from this one kid. Others were like, we don't know anything. We just, we saw a picture and it was next to like another picture of like the world series. Um, <laughs> wow. and then in like the U S like some kids are, just sort of like taught about the tragic aspect. And then others said like, it wasn't until they were made to do like a project where they spoke to people who like had were impacted by nine 11 that they actually understood like what was going on rather than like this thumbnail with a scary picture and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. But so I'm you, sure were, you were sorry. 11 when it happened? Did no, you say? 17. Oh, 17. Sorry. There's a lot of numbers being said <laughs> Bro, here. Nine. <laughs> 11 you were, uh, wait, you were nine Dude, <laughs> you were what? nine oh no you were 11 uh no were... 17 <laughs> shout out to my history teacher mr woolery i studied history because he was such a good history teacher i remember going into school that day and that was like the day i had his class and i was like what what are we and he's just like the country is going to be forever changed because of this yeah like just know that nothing is going to be the same and i was like all right Turns out someone who studies history knew that a historical event um, dealing with national security would have uh, significant outcomes for everyone. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that is going to do it for us for this week. Yeah. Uh, we hope everybody has a restful weekend and get the vaccine. Be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we'll talk to y'all on Monday. Bye. Bye.